Hello everybody and welcome to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I'm your host Hannah Golding, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones and I hope you're all having a good new year. I say this as I am, you know, my daughter woke up at four o'clock this morning, so tired and it's raining so much. Um, But we had a good weekend. Pageant Con was held and it ran really smoothly and for anyone who knows, if you have a virtual event, there's so many different elements to it. And of course, it was an all-day event. Um, it was our least amount of experts. We had nine experts with 10 sessions. Because um, last year, we had 12. Uh, and then the two years beforehand, we had two days. Um, however, I really feel like it was one of the best yet. And so many, so much feedback. Maybe pageantry is just moving in a different direction. Where, like, um, I've never felt so much love before and I'm so happy that we raised 350 for Switchboard um which is a really important charity and one I've been fundraising for the year and I'll talk more about um the different things that we can do for that charity at the end of what we're doing for Sparkles um but yeah super happy the date for next year is the 7th of January um and I will contact different experts <laughs> probably like July, August time, so we've got plenty of time. But I do like to change the experts, um, apart from myself, because I, I really want to speak at my own event. Um, <laughs> um, but I always make sure that we have different um, experts on different coaches as well. So it's not just me. Obviously, we had um, Beth and Christina. So we had two other coaches. Um, and as more coaches come into the scene, definitely invite um so yeah super happy you know because we always have different director every year as well obviously two years we had Jeanne but I was with Jeanne on the second talk um and then we had Rebecca last year and we had Hannah Tordoff this year so yeah uh overall smashing (laughs) so now I wanted to talk about something um that came up in my appearance talk because we were talking about uh photo shoots and we were saying I'm not going to get into why we were talking about them as such because I was saying that they're not appearances however you can use them for a variety of appearances uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about the pageant headshots we're going to talk about um you know why you need them you know how why are they useful like how many times to have them uh etc etc now I did mention in the 2022 episode of you know leaving what behind is we don't need new headshots for every single pageant generally we do you know However, I'm not here to say you can't, because if you have the money, do it. I remember <laughs> the years of, uh, I guess, I don't know if I had more indisposable income. I'm not, I'm not even sure how I afforded, you know, like two free, like two free shots. Oh, I, I know one, one was gifted to me. I was like, how did I afford that? One photo shoot was gifted. <laughs> um, but you know, that was for like when I was competing at internationals and the headshot was needed. Um, but we're going to discuss everything about the headshots. I'm going to tell you the photographers that I've used that I feel really comfortable with and others that I've seen their work and have had heard good things. Um, you know, and talk about styling, talking about, you know, what concepts you can bring into it. Um, because I'm really excited that I finally get, uh, my last headshot, well not headshot, photo shoot where there were headshots needed was 2020 
and that was the handbook shoot like that was the sole reason not sole but <laughs> that was the main reason why I booked that shoot um to get the front cover of the handbook um I also did <laughs> I did get it to also get pictures of me with my lifetime crown but I didn't receive that for a couple of years so we got the gorgeous white room photos where I didn't hide my dress that I was competing for UK's National Miss um and also other fun stuff but let's go into um pageant headshots so pageant headshots are a little bit different to like you know the businessy headshots and I say this because when I competed in Yummy. There was a photogenic like submission, and I submitted a headshot that I took. Actually, I was pregnant at the time, um, and it was a shoot that I was very lucky uh, that my sister was a photographer at the time. Um, she doesn't do it anymore, uh, but at the start of my pageant journey, I was blessed with being able to do loads of shoots and we were doing loads of time for prints as well. We were with makeup artists and it was a really good time. There's lots of fun pictures. Um, some very cringy pictures, but that's what happens sometimes with time for print <laughs> back in those decades. Um, but I remember the comments being, needs to be more pageantry because it was a great headshot for, you know, like I guess like a LinkedIn profile or, you know, a professional headshot such but you know I didn't have professional makeup on and I'm not very good at makeup I've improved since then but I'm still not good um so yeah um it, it needs to be you know different lighting um there's so many different aspects to a pageant headshot so I do suggest that when you are booking for headshots and you want that pageant feel to book in with someone who has experience now that's a pageantry of course that'd be editorial and all sorts of um photographers but you know we're going to go through some elements of what really make a picture a picture uh, like a really good scoring so I had my first proper um pageant photo shoot in 2018 so a long time ago <laughs> because we were meant to have it at our shoot our queen shoot and our photographer actually broke down. So we had like these DIY shoots, but they were not good enough to submit for um for internationals because we had a scoring element. So I had Stacey Clark and my pictures, I had the gorgeous red hair. I got my makeup done by my director at the time, Jayanne. Um, and this is really important because when you look at booking a photographer, there will be like a price some will have like for example charlotte clemmy has the glam squad or she'll have like set makeup like team a glam team already included in her price and i'm not going to quote the price because i don't know the price off by heart because of course with inflation things have gone up but you know rightly so <laughs> um these photographers are worth way more um but please don't please don't be really 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 expensive <laughs> um but they are worth it and obviously like from 2018 to now like the prices were different like it, it does change um especially with skill set as well um but yeah she has her makeup and hair artist included because I know my first shoot I think I had um I had Patty for makeup 
but I had someone else for her. Um, I brought extensions. <laughs> I think the extensions got burnt. Oh, it's fun. Um, I think we paid direct to them at that time. I'm not. I'm not too sure. Um, so this is 2018. Now obviously it is all included. Uh, I know for Jason Wade, there is. I think there's the option of like adding makeup on, which obviously you do, or it might just all be included now. I think it's all included. Um. So I always look at the website to see. Um, I should know. I paid off my. <laughs> I paid off my photo shoot. Um, Yolanda Kingdom. I've never had a shoot with her, but I know that she does the hair and makeup as well. Um, she has full creative control. Uh, so she picked the images for you. Um, same with Stacey. Like it was just the shoot, and then there may be shoot days. Um, where makeup is included and hair is in, well not included, but there'd be like makeup artists and hair artists. Now this is so important. You need to have a good, ha like hair and makeup team, for your photo shoots, and I will reference <laughs> when it was COVID, and we weren't allowed to have makeup artists, and we had, I had a handover shoot booked, and the makeup was not popping because it was my makeup, um. Lucky most of the photos are more further away. They're full body shots because I had pictures in my gown and pictures in my um national wear. Um but yeah, which is a shame. It was a shame, but those were the rules. We didn't break them. We didn't break them. Um but it, it, it makes that difference to have a professional do your face. Of course, if you're a professional makeup artist, you're going to do your own makeup if you want. Sometimes it's nice for others to do it. And I know that for some, you want to make sure that they can cater to all skin types and all um, skin tones. So it's always good when you are booking in a photographer to talk to the photographer. They will be happy to answer any questions. If a photographer isn't, then maybe that's not the photographer for you. Um, but usually they will be really nice. They'll talk to you about, you know, what you want to do for the shoot. Like, do you have any ideas? Um, sometimes I give you mood boards yourself. You can talk to a stylist if you want. Obviously, I know the pageant stylist um, has a photo shoot service. I know for myself, my clients usually ask me what I should wear, what they should wear even <laughs> for their shoot and give them ideas, you know, we go for all sorts, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. But, um, yes, so look at your photographer, see if it's affordable for you. And it's also travel as well. Like, um, you know, for me, down south, travelling up to Leeds for Charlotte, you know, it's, it's a very long day. Do we stay beforehand? We've always done it in the same day, but it, it takes it takes a whole day out of you. Um, so we know that we will look at that price with fuel, like, okay, we could do this. And then, you know, for us, Jason is closer because he's um in the south and he's an hour away. Um, so it's, you know, like, how many, also how many um prints are included? When I say prints, of course, they're digital images, but, you know, how many are included in their package? Um, you know, because I know that Stacey Clark is usually based in Wales, same as Yolanda. Um, is it Martin Hicks is the new um pageant photographer that works with Danny, the pageant stylist. Um, I know they have days. I'm not sure where they are based. Um, they do shoot days. So yeah, there's there's so many, and of course there's always emerging um, always emerging photographers in pageant industry. Uh, but yeah, you want to get hair and makeup. 
these photos will most likely be used for so much and we're going to discuss that um so when you do start your pageant journey and you want to have headshots you need to put it in your budget because they're usually 250 to 350 is what you're going to pay for a pageant photo shoot and usually that's four six eight images um and like three or four different looks so with that you want to know if you're going to book a shoot I always plan to book a shoot when I want to launch something or if I if I do need new headshots um so if it's your first time of course the the um photographer will need you in different poses and that's why I said they have those informations there for outfits um but time it where you want to fit it in your journey do you want a picture of your sash um I always think that unless it's um like the national or international sash um it's cute to get pictures but if you've only got like four photos you're gonna want to get more <laughs> um don't waste one of your shots with the sash when you can snap a picture there with your hair and makeup already done with your sash um you want to plan um always get at least one headshot and one full length because most websites will ask you for that or if you're applying for a pageant they will ask you for that um so if you're doing that yep definitely one headshot and one full length um and then it's just planning the outfits and planning what you want to do um so if you are going to an international or you want to score highly on photogenic um i would always say a smiling picture is definitely going to score you higher um you know up to shoulders full face like facing full on um you can use hands but it's usually you know it's to show off your facial features those are the headshots that score the most so the reason I got so there was one year I had three photo shoots um it's a lot and the first the first one was in March and it was for the photogenic elements of why my um so I got the modelly shots, of course, <laughs> but I also um, got the smiley pictures, and those are the ones I usually use for other stuff as well, but those ones I submitted and got full marks for, um, and then the second was, of course, my um, winning shots, because I had one in Texas, and then I also had one about a couple of months later which you're kind of like my handover so what i'm going to talk to you now if you are a reigning queen i highly recommend doing a handover shoot so all the outfits you're going to wear in your handover to take pictures of those it's the same as um if you are competing and you want to do your competition wardrobe beforehand i really think it's a great shoot idea um of course you can't if you want to keep them a secret you can't just chuck them out there as soon as possible which is where the headshots come in um but you know you could do that gown reveal and you can do um all of that um <laughs> so that's a good idea i always think that for a headshot you know you want a nice strong photo um usually off the shoulders something that has like attention to detail to the shoulders sparkly anything like that um and a nice bold earring 
you know, I mean, I've got a massive collection of Ear and Envy just staring at me at my desk right now. Um, <laughs> full length is always great to, you know, a gown or, you know, a three-quarter length dress. Anything really, you know, it depends on where you're competing. You might want to do swimwear. Um, lots of people do bodysuits um, or something like that. And a lot of people now do themed for their platform as well so you'll see people holding you know books relating to their degree or to their job um so I will tell you the plans of what I have for mine so <laughs> I for my shoots in a couple of weeks is to, is to get updated headshots because the last time I went to have them was 2020 and I was blonde then um <laughs> so need updated ones because I'm using the ones from 2019 um, and I'll tell you the, why that's okay in a minute. <laughs> why it's okay in a minute. Um, but I plan to do headshots with my new crown. Of course, I've got myself and Penelope in, so I'm going to do mum and daughter. Uh, and then my platform one. So I have, um, I have a pair of jeans, which there are customised patches on, which is going to relate to a campaign I'm releasing um, for April. And that's why I'm wearing jeans, because you know me, and you know I hate jeans. I hate them so much, but these are cute. I call them my feminist jeans, because um, of the different patches. Uh, and I have a megaphone. It's not a big megaphone. I really want to get a big one. Um, I just couldn't find one, and I don't want to pay loads <laughs> of money. Um... But it's going to be around my platform of use your pageant voice. Um, I've not had like a, a photo shoot to launch that per se. And I want to use it for infographics and um, and all sorts. And I might bring Penelope in because I've got a really cute patch as well. And she's got a cool slogan top. So um, we'll see. But those are the ideas I have for my, my, um, my photo shoot. So there is a reason um, of why I'm going in and why I'm having these shoots. So... As I said before, I've been using the headshots since 20, for 2019, uh, and that's because my hair is brown. Um, I mean, my 2018 shots, my hair was red, um, and 2020, they're all blonde. <laughs> so if you're going to change your hair colour, you will need updated headshots. Um, that is a given. But if you have the same hair colour, they're not as much needed. It's only if you change a lot. So as I said, 2019 photos, I still look exactly the same. Um, my face is exactly the same. I'm the same size, just 5k more because of the depot jab. Um, <laughs> but I've not changed much. It's only good to update it. So for example, when you're younger, you will need yearly updates, yearly to maybe every two years depending but I think in reality it will be yearly because I mean I look at some of the um my younger sister queens from past systems and how they've grown um it facial changes every year um you know so unfortunately <laughs> parents who are listening you're gonna be, have to be uh paying we don't have to they're not necessity unless it's photogenic um or if you lose lots of weight, your face will change, so you'll need updated shots. The same with, if it's the other way, if you gain weight. Because um, I always reference that person who was using her headshots from five years ago when she was slender. Um, 
and uh, I could never, because I mean, I have, I have some great shots of me uh, when I was younger. I just could definitely not, my face is a lot different now. So you don't need them every single time you compete, but for younger ones, yearly, definitely. I'd say a year to every two years for an adult. Um, and that's if you need it. So what can you use the headshots for? What can you use these photos for? As I mentioned previously, like your platform, if you're launching a platform and you want the infographics for that. Um, so we talk about Canva, use Canva. We're all about the Canva here. Um, you know, but it can be your announcement. So your pageant announcement. Don't use it for campaigns to join in other people's campaigns unless you're they ask you for a headshot, um, but your own campaign, yes, <laughs> you can use it for your own campaign, um, so, yeah, you have, uh, the announcements, so, uh, being on the website, um, as a contestant profile, have it as your, um, when you send off to different media outlets, so, for example, uh, Sparkles and Rhinestones, we've changed it now because it's live. But we used to ask for free photos um, for the cover photo of the video and, like, the thumbnail. So, we'd love them to be, like, professional. All, some of them were staged. Some of them just weren't. But it just looked so much nicer. Um, but if you're being interviewed, um, we usually do a infographic poster telling the viewers of when we are going live and that'll be there and that's what you can use for your appearance book also appearance book covers always a good thing um but yeah you know pageant land have that option for the one headshot um any media outlets um newspapers and magazines as well um i've had many of my um headshots my headshot, my photo shoots, professional photo shoots, pictures be used. Um, so some magazines will organise it themselves, like The Sun, for example, will bring you down to their like studios and you'll have a shoot there. Um, others are very quick, so it might be right you need to submit it. When I was in Top Sante, Sante, I think that's what the magazine was, um, I had both Jason's and Charlotte's photos used in that magazine article um because one of them was about body positivity and then of course one some of them were with me and p um so with that they can be used for different publications always make sure they get credited it's a massive bugbear that some don't but you know local press they're so good to have and it just looks so much more professional um some people use their headshots or their photo shoot shots for um i like to say i call them index cards or there's another name which i can't think of right now but basically a comp card i think it's called comp cards where you'll have like the photo and then your name and then you can use it to sign or you might have like your information on the back. So when you go to events, you give them to them. I know some people had like pageant CVs um, and they're OK. Uh, I don't really agree with them as such because I hate when um, people give them out an interview because you're distracting the interviewer. Um, like a little card when... <laughs> Back in the day, day, um, 
you know, we had a set page for the Watch Beat Queens. We had, um, I had a special email just for pageants, like it was Swindon Beauty Queen at something. Um, so I would have these little cards I think I got on like Vista print or some sort of printing business card. I would hand out these and I had my photo on the front and then on the back I'd have that and I'd give it out to events. And some people do ask now <laughs> for those when I meet them and I just direct them to my Instagram. Um, but if I was in a, um, so if I was going to internationals, I may have those printed. Um, sometimes you give them out to contestants as well, um, as current queens. You can attach them to the gift bags that you make for the international delegates. Uh, and of course, the photogenic rounds. <laughs> That's like the biggest part um, of why you need them. But yes, there's so as I said, there's so many different things that you can use them for. Um especially as I said, especially media and press, it just looks so much more presentable. Um, especially for like the online media stuff, online magazines. Um they're really easily doable. Um so with that, there is some prep that you need to know before going into your um photo shoot of course like fake tan make sure you get a spray and you've done it before don't go into it new and go yeah i'm gonna get tan and then it all goes wrong um now <laughs> i actually got a spray tan before a photo shoot uh and i wore my big pants because that's what i live in now um gone are the fong days now it's the big pants um <laughs> however the bikini bottoms I was using for the empowerment shoot part were smaller than the big pants. So I had a nice white line and the, because obviously it was a spray tan, they were spraying that. I didn't roll them down, I know. I was, I was a newbie at spray tans then. Um, <laughs> so I had the pan, tan lines. Oh, so lucky for me, I said to Charlotte, I was like, mm. yeah, so I have this problem, and she um edited it, um, honestly, this is why, as I said, um, like, the makeup will really make your face, but also the photographer as well, to know what they're doing, to be able, not to edit everything out, but, you know, I said, the lighting, anything that needs done, for me, it was, you know, the tan, I remember my handover shoot, I had, there was like one patch of gems I hadn't finished on my Barbie box, um, because I knew I wasn't going to internationals at that point, because of COVID, so I was like, well, I'm tired, and I was like, oh wait, no, I need it for the shoot, and then that got edited in as well, um, photographers are really good at what they do, that's why you pay them that price, okay, um, <laughs> so, Make sure that you um haven't got any patches. The same as if you are naturally go if you're going on holiday, if you naturally tan, um, be careful tan lines. This also is you know if you when you're going on stage, you don't want to have tan lines, awkward tan lines. Um, the same with if you're going into a photo shoot because, you know, there's only so much you can do. Um, with like the tan marks and stuff, so you have to be really careful. Uh, nails clean and presentable. Now, some people have like acrylics. Um, I'm a big fan of the stick-on nails because I, apart from, 
well, <laughs> this year I will have time because last time I didn't because I was panicking and my COVID pass hadn't come and it was a journey. It was a journey that was, but I didn't have time so I had to stick on nails. And of course we all know that one nail fell off right in front of the judges. Um, I am forever scarred by that. Um, <laughs> Uh, but for photo shoots, I usually use stick on nails uh, from Primark, one, two pound. You know, you can get more decent ones um, from Etsy and other places. Um, now, of course, it has been a journey. I remember having gold ones for my maternity shoot. Um, and I think I had really long ones for um, for some of my like, crown ones. Because if you're going and having, like, close-up headshots, and you're having hands all over the face, your nails going to need to look good, so, you know, go for neutral or sparkly ones, be careful of the colours, and I say this with experience, because some of mine have been like, oh, um, <laughs> I think for me, it's been a, it's been a learning, it's been a learning curve, um, so it makes sure they are presentable, of course, if you, you know, doing your hair, if you dye your hair, you know, make sure it corresponds, like, with a root touch-up day, um, if you've got extensions, make sure that they're colour match and that they can they can be styled. Um, you don't need to have heels on for most of it. Like, you know, for headshots sometimes it's just like the top and you could have jogging bottoms on, chilling. Um, all depends. But make sure you have some sort of vision before you go into it. Um, whether you talk to someone else or, you know, look at what you have. Just, you don't have to always buy new as well for your shoot. Um, there are lots of girls who rent out gowns. Um, I know one of my clients, for one of her shoots, she rented out a couple of dresses. So she had gorgeous photos um, of the gowns. Um, renting is, like, if you can, if you can rent, um... You know, I'm actually going to be launching. I let's I, I there are some girls who rent my my gowns and my outfits, but I'm gonna do like an official thing soon for the plus size girls. They're saying that I I only have my size, <laughs> so it's not a rental service. You know, there are lots of different rental services, but you know, it's different sizes, isn't it? Um, but going back to that, yeah, just make sure everything's clean. Your toenails are done. You know, if you're shaving. Maybe shave a couple of days before <laughs> or waxing, especially if you're getting bikini shots. Because um, photographers can touch up things, but it's just making sure that you're, you know, you're there. Uh, when you are at the photographer's studio, get loads of behind the scenes, like, you know, capture that day. Um, and this is what I was saying about the appearances when people are taking a picture of their sash and counting it. It doesn't count, but it's still nice to have those photos to document it, especially when you get makeup. And one big tip is when you have your makeup done and you travel home, that is the time to open up your social media, <laughs> your social awareness calendar and like, right, what days can I join in? Because you've got a full beat of makeup and gorgeous hair. Um, that's a perfect time. Uh, but yeah, take lots of pictures, videos behind the scenes, outfits, really document that day. You can release it as social media content. Um, if you want to keep some things hidden, keep it hidden. You know, you get some funky little walks in between, uh, some TikToks. Just be mindful of time, mindful of how much um, you can get in and what your outfits are. Steam your outfits beforehand or iron them. 
make sure there are no creases, um, make sure it fits. That's always good. Always good to make sure it fits. Um, but yeah, so I hope this has helped a little bit. As I've said before, like the photographers I've used, so Charlotte was the ones who I used for headshots for Why My, um, as well as the handbook. You'll know that um, the pink dress with the yummy crown and the scepter, which I bought myself, <laughs> but I have one now, so I don't have to, and Penelope did break that one. That's why my scepter is locked away, safe and sound. Um, that was taken by Charlotte. The manual, if you have the manual, um, that actually wasn't originally meant to be a uh, front cover shoot. But I loved it so much. It was like my celebration of Yemi. And it was, you know, holding holding two crowns and a big crown on my head. Different sashes. It was very much a... Yeah, it was a good thing. I like that picture. I still use it. And that was Jason Wade. And I've had a few shoots of Jason. Um, and he planned for next weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend. Um, and yeah, Charlotte as well. Stacey was my first one in 2018. And, you know, she does little pop-ups around the country. Orlando is based in Wales. I've not had her, but some of my friends have had her. Um, now, what happens is... So going back to, as I said earlier, that Orlando picks your shots. And this is what I've been told, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but some photographers will have creative, um, creative control. So they will send you the images that they like and they have edited because um, you get like a certain amount of edits. Um, other photographers will send you the images, like all the images on a proof sheet and then you select which ones. Um, now, with this, um, <laughs> with this, don't screenshot those pictures because they usually have copyrights um, in there why use them if they haven't been edited? Yes, you may still look gorgeous, good lighting, good makeup, but it's not the final product. Um, and it's, you know, I know some people screenshot to show their friends, say which one and choose. That's fine. I mean, like, well, I don't know if it is fine or not, <laughs> but I know that a lot of us will share our pictures like, oh my God, help me choose. I can't do this. Um, but you don't show them, you don't share them and use them on, you know, your Insta or that and you know, change it, put a filter on it, it just takes away, it just takes away from it, um, but that way you can then choose, and it might be where you're feeling another look more than other, so I know that one of my shoots, I picked just one picture of one of the outfits I had, and I picked more of the other one, because, you know, I've always, <laughs> I don't think there's been one shoot where I've not paid for additionals, um, which is very sad of me. <laughs> I know this shoot is no different because I'm going to have to pick double because of me and Penelope. Um, it's going to be an adventure. Um, but yeah, so when you are choosing your um, photographer or when you do headshots, work what's in your budget. But with these headshots, if you are going to have them, invest. Like, There's no point of going so cheap. If you do, if you don't have the makeup, if you don't have the outfits, you know, it has to be that investment. I said two to three hundred, like two fifty to three fifty, um, you know, with outfits and that's makeup included. Those pictures are gonna last you, I said, for a year, two years, maybe even three. Um they are going to last you in your competition. 
um, they're going to be able to be used for different media outlets and used for different um, interviews. Um, the contestant profiles, just make sure you still look like that. And obviously you're not going to look like that because it's makeup and editing. <laughs> not too much though. And that's what you don't want someone who edits too heavily. Um, but it needs to be striking, it needs to be enough. And that's what the investment is. So do you, should you get headshots? Yes. A hundred percent. Um, but it's what you can work with. You no, know, I'm not gonna say to get them and you're only doing like a non-contracted pageant and a charity pageant. Um like it it's what works for what. So make sure you research, make sure that you can afford it. You know, there are some where you'll have a deposit and then you pay the rest before the shoots. Um if you can't think of any ideas ask your coach, ask a stylist, um, there are so many, I know that May Perry as well has, um, like a styling consultation, uh, thing, she rents out outfits as well, and that's where you can find amazing pageant outfits for shoots, um, without breaking the bank, but they can be used for so much, and especially if you have a photogenic portion, please get a pageant photographer rather than just a photographer, because they could be gorgeous pictures, but they need to be pageantry if they're asking for that, especially if you're going to America. Our version of natural is different to their version of natural. Um, so look at past examples. Your director will be, should be able to help you. Um, you know, like, can you send me some examples, some of the photography, you know, some of the photogenics? Sometimes you can look through different contestants of what they've submitted. Um, but yeah, so I hope I've included everything that I can. We do have a section in the handbook about headshots and there's some of my examples in there, you know, different poses. And I know that some will have posing guides or, you know, there'll be videos. And the photographers are really helpful. They will help you. Um, they really do. It's a great experience to have. If you can afford to do it two, three times a year go ahead girls, you do it, um, but <laughs> for others, sometimes look out for the charity days as well, there'll be some days where, um, some photographers will do like a, a club, like a charity club sort of thing, um, and even if it said if you've got your makeup did, your hair done, like those shoots can still be used, they might just need some additional editing, um, but yes, they are worth it, honestly, and I will shout the rooftops for these photographers because they're just so worth it. Um, it's a really good part of the pageant journey. I know that others will be like, why are you paying for a shoot? They should be paying you. It's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. Um, we're not models. Um, we just look like gorgeous models. I mean, some of us are actually models in pageantry and, you know, used to going on shoots all the time. So there could be a shoot you pull out, a, a photo you could pull out from all of the work that you've done. Um, for most of us, Joe blogs, <laughs> um, this is a nice chance to just, just feel a bit different, isn't it? Um, but I highly recommend once a year, especially if you're younger to, um, cause your facial features are changing, but they can be reused many times. Don't be afraid of like, oh, I've already used these. Reuse it. Get your money's worth. Just don't use it in campaigns, <laughs> okay? I don't want to see like a red photo of you at a photo shoot for Wear Red Day. 
that wasn't the intentional purpose, was it? It was not. Um, but if you need any more advice, please drop me a message. And, you know, if you need to know where these photographers are, I can send you their Instagram links. Um, yeah, I can do all that. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As I said earlier, talking about the other ways of fundraising for Switchboard, I did mention the social awareness calendar, which you can buy for just £2. It's a digital download and it's a 12-month calendar of all the awareness days you can join in. And obviously you can print it out and fill out your own stuff as well, put pageants in there. And we also have the interview masterclass on the 10th of March. Um, this is for one hour and it's only £6 because it's for our six years. And this goes to just giving as well, which those links are found in the link tree. We have the free workbook, which is still there so you can plan and everything like that. As well as that, we also have our event in March, on the 4th of March. So if you are down south or would like to travel to down south, as I know there are a couple of events happening that day or that weekend. Down south, £10 for three and a half hours of group pageant training covering all of the aspects. So we are going to have a great time for charity, but also learn a lot as well. But there are loads of different ways of how you can really up your pageant prep. We do have the handbook and flashcards and we will be at the IGM workshop um, next Sunday, the 22nd of January in Andover. Go to the International Junior Miss uh, website, UK website. Um, you can find all the dates there. Uh, so we'll be there. We're bringing some of our merch. <laughs> I always actually laugh when I say merch. Um, our handbooks and flashcards um, to help you with pageant prep. And if you are listening to this on your way to pageants in a couple of months and you've still not booked your interview training, now is your sign. Also, now is your sign to do your appearance book. Let's get it in there. That's literally what I'm going to do now after this episode is finish off a couple of my girls' appearance books because obviously we have an appearance book service as well. It's all the, all the little... Uh, <laughs> all the plugging in at the end. Um, but... On that note, um, the workshops are really good as well because they are free and obviously our workshops will go to charity and there are some other things still in the pipeline for our birthday celebrations. But thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any ideas for the podcast or anything you want covered, please let me know. Let me know. Um, and thank you for supporting us. And if you haven't already, vote for us. Um, no, <laughs> thank you for supporting the podcast, and thank you for those who did buy tickets for Pageant Con. You can still buy a ticket. Um, but yes, I'm now going to get stuck into appearance book land. Uh, wish me luck. <laughs>